you need to take advantage of the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier 3-Pack. Everyone loves the Thunderstorm. It doesn't take up any floor space, there are no filters to replace, and it's only one-third the cost of those big, bulky air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code HOWIE. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. What I think people forget is the fact that the president actually has overcome um, a speaking impediment. Bush. We continue to provide military assistance to Zoom until they get rid of Hamas. Bush. The fact that he is getting older and those skills that he's used to kind of overcome some of that mm-hmm. is starting to seep back in. Right. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. From the very beginning, when I was handed the gavel, we needed clarity on what we're doing in Ukraine and how we'll have proper oversight of the spending of precious taxpayer dollars and the American citizens. And we needed a transformative change at the border. He's a monster. Policy changes that they know could not pass if they weren't holding up support uh, for the war against Vladimir Putin. But isn't that um, so the exact I, I just point? Think that's the difficulty. So this is a moment we got to deal with it at home, and then we're going to help Ukraine too. First one, the first one you said. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Car Show, 844-500-4242. So Claudine Gay, the underqualified president of Harvard University, lives to to uh, screw up another day for a while anyway because the, uh, the, the evidence of her plagiarism in her uh, in her below average academic career is starting to pile up big time, and in their uh, their letter today announcing they're not going to fire her, the Harvard Corporation said that she's planning to make some changes and some adjustments in the uh, in what they've already discovered that uh, where she was uh, lifting material. And, you know, I don't think she's going to last myself, but we'll, we'll see. And, and we just got a text from, uh, from the Boston area, 781 area code. Is Ted Kennedy now to be honored for cheating at Harvard? <laughs> this is, see, again, this is how things have changed at Harvard. Kennedy family, they, they, you know, they weren't, they weren't waspy, but they, they had more money than, than anybody else in the Harvard uh, Harvard family, you might say. And uh, Ted Kennedy, after uh, three of his brothers, his older brothers had gone to Harvard and, uh, you know, one was one was in the Senate. Another one had been, was a hero, killed in World War II. Ted Kennedy hired someone to take his Spanish exam and was thrown out of Harvard. He was allowed to come back later. And, you know, they had different standards then. You know, again, the Kennedys were one of the richest families in, in America. And the fact that he was thrown out of Harvard meant that he could not become an officer in the U.S. Army. He had to, he had to settle for being a sergeant because he, it was thought that he didn't have the character to, to be a, a, uh, an officer in the United States military. Now, this, the president of Harvard University is caught red-handed making, you know, stealing other people's material. And it's not a problem. Forget being anti-Semitic. I mean, Joe Kennedy, the, the patriarch of the Klan, was very anti-Semitic. But there, there is, 
there is no there are, there are no standards left. If you're in a protected class, you know, again, if uh, if if you're not in a protected class and you don't have to be black to to be protected, you you can you could be victimized if you, by by the woke mob if you're black. Just ask Clarence Thomas. Or or Candace Owens or many many other people or you know it's all about being woke and uh, Claudine Gay is uh, woke to the max but I don't think she's going to make it because I think this is going to uh, linger and again we already mentioned the uh, the the headline in the Babylon Bee which is the opening salvo of uh, what's what she's going to be getting until as long as she has the job. Claudine Babylon B. Claudine Gay responds to plagiarism accusations by giving inspiring "I Have a Dream" speech. And by the way, let us not forget that uh, that Dr. Martin Luther King was also accused of plagiarism when he was going to graduate school across the Charles River at uh, Boston University. And also, let us not forget that the President of the United States is a Proven, he's a convicted plagiarizer, not just in law school, but lifting speeches from uh, other politicians, both in the United States and in the United Kingdom. So we'll we'll see how we'll see how she does, but I don't think she's going to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how long she's going to last. Eric, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, Howie, long time, first time. Love your show. Thank you. Yeah, so I was telling your screener, you know, I just retired from the military after 37 years of active duty service, and uh, it took me six years to do my Ph.D., and I did it during deployments and uh, raising my family and being on active duty, and uh, I'm more than willing to fill in as uh, president of Harvard. Maybe I can straighten that place out. I didn't plagiarize anything, though. I taught a course there for five weeks one time back in the late 1980s, and uh, I, I uh, they didn't like a column I had written about a uh, about a, a gay bar in Boston, and I had to cross a picket line to get to my first class as a Harvard instructor or group leader or whatever the hell they called it. And uh, you know, I just keep thinking, there was nothing. There was nothing incorrect about my column. I didn't steal anything in in my column. I it was all my own research, my own writing, and they just didn't like it. So they wanted to uh, they wanted to run me out. Just even though I again I I, I wasn't a I was just there for five weeks. And they, you know, you're right. I mean, there's the, there's this double standard here. They can they can they can run you if they don't like you. They can run you out. But I think I think another thing here is the fact that they just did this. You know, they don't want to admit that they're wrong. It's the, it's the same phenomenon that the Washington Post, the New York Times won't get back the Pulitzer Prize for their uh, fake stories about the Russian collusion hoax. It's like uh, the FBI doesn't want to apologize for uh, for not tipping off uh, the mainstream media as if it would have done any good that the uh, that the Hunter Biden laptop was real and it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't disinformation. They uh, and they feel like too that uh, she she's on the team. They're they're all on the team together, and you know she's 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 black. She's the daughter of uh, Haitian immigrants. She she went to prep school in New England. 
she uh, she you know she didn't she's she's not an academic but yeah but again she checks all the right boxes so they don't want to get rid of her. It, 339 did gay steal for many of Biden's papers. <laughs> yes, yes. 844-500-4242-603. Didn't Harvard, Harvard fire a professor for stating a woman's brains are wired differently from men's brains? They didn't fire a professor. They fired the president of the university, Larry Summers. Not, not the greatest guy in the world, but he just, he was a, he's a mathematician. A, uh, I mean, he's a, again, he's a real scholar. He's actually done some academic work. He was, this, he was also the Secretary of the Treasury under Clinton, I believe. And, uh, yeah, he said that uh, some, someone asked him in an interview or at a seminar and said, uh, why, aren't there, uh, why aren't there more women in, uh, in the hard sciences at, at Harvard like mathematics? And, and that's what he said, basically, that they're, they're wired differently than men. And that was it. He was out, out the door, out the door. They 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 said I, I read the story yesterday from uh, from uh, uh, Elise Stefanik that was in the the Wall Street Journal the op-ed piece she did after the uh, congressional hearing last week and, and she said that that Harvard has told uh, students that uh, you know if they talk about the differences between the genders they're engaging in cis heterosexism. Did you ever hear of that word cis? Heterosexism. 844-500-4242-603. Uh, anyone with any academic sense or who works with ideas knows the Ivy Leaguers are fake. Uh, the Ivy Leagues are fake losers. But how many kids are going to pass on the opportunity to go Ivy? I, you're, you're absolutely correct. Harvard will survive. They also have a good... T- yeah, you know, Harvard's not going anywhere. And again, they're going to. So Aikman, the guy who tried to force her out, and you know he's, he seems like a decent guy, and he's willing to put his money where his mouth is. He says they've lost a billion dollars in donations. So they're down to their last fifty-three billion dollars. Death, where is thy sting? As they say, eight four four five hundred forty-two forty-two eight four four five hundred forty-two. 42 we're going to uh, when we come back we're going to talk uh, Joe Biden Joe Biden was in rare form last night even even by I know I know I I don't want to overplay I don't want to oversell it because he's always in uh, rare form these days but he was did you I, last Friday he was a Hawaiian did you know that remember that he was he was from Hawaii he was raised by Daniel Inouye. Today, last night, his father was was in a kibbutz. I didn't know they had any kibbutzes in Hawaii. I, but you know, again, you learn something new with Joe every day, right? Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. With the current economy, tensions in the Middle East, and a great deal of uncertainty, to say we've not experienced time like times like these is an understatement. But now is not the time to forget our fallen heroes. Despite what is happening around us, we still have so many reasons to be a grateful nation. And in large part, we have our military and our veterans to thank for our liberties and freedoms. National Wreaths Across America Day is Saturday, December 16th. You can join in the mission to remember our fallen heroes, honor those who currently serve, and teach younger generations the value of their freedoms. A $17 donation to Wreaths Across America sponsors a fresh, handmade balsam wreath from Maine with a single red bow. 
The veterans' wreaths have become a gift of America's respect. The circular wreath made with 10 balsam bouquets is a catalyst for unity, healing, and an expression of gratitude. Join the more than 2 million volunteers and supporters who will gather to remember, honor, and teach at more than 4,000 participating locations in all 50 states, at sea, and abroad. Please sponsor a Veterans Wreath today and show your appreciation for our veterans. Go to wreathsacrossamerica.org. That's wreathsacrossamerica.org. Please donate now. I'm Howie Carr. We'll be right back as Howie puts the finishing touches on his Christmas palm tree. Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. Howie Carr. We'll be right back. Okay, how is not as big on holiday traditions as some people? Most enduring traditions of the season are best enjoyed in the warm embrace of kith and kin. The three are the symbol of the spirit of the Griswold family Christmas. The Howie Car Show is back. Shocking news from the Poison Ivy League, an update from Philadelphia. The University of Pennsylvania has named as its interim president a white man. A white man. Who I'm went shocked. To the, shocked. Who went to the University of North Carolina, which is where I went to college. He he won't be there long, obviously. J. Larry Jameson. He's a he's a physician too. So he actually he's a <laughs> he actually knows how to do something. He isn't just one of these academics that, uh, like uh, like Liz McGill or Claudine Gay, who just uh, you know hangs around and uh, you know uh, says power to the people right on, and uh, and in Gay's case steals somebody else's research. So he has been named the interim president. He's seventy one, and uh, so he's not he's not going to be in the mix long term. But uh, it's it's pretty amazing that they would appoint a white man at all. 844-500-4242. I love my pillows products. I sleep with their pillows. I wear their slippers. I dry off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at MyPillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to MyPillow.com and use code Howie for amazing Discounts, Jared, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is will Claudine Gay be Harvard president in two years? No, I don't think so. 65% of the audience now agrees with you. 35% say yes. It could go either way, but I just think the pressure is going to build up. 617 says, last year, 27 students were expelled from Harvard for plagiarism. That's, that's a large number. But again, I mean, how can you, how can you have a president who's involved in plagiarism? By, you know, and again, they're saying that these are just uh, oversights. But the Harvard Corporation, her employer, has, has admitted that she did this. And, that, and, and as, as the, uh, the Washington Free Beacon, which broke the news story, said today that Christopher Rufo, the, that, that's what happened, yes, that, that was yesterday's first story. That was the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more here. And everybody thought there was a lot more here. This is, 
you know, they very seldom get you on your first crime, whether it's drunk driving, shoplifting, anything else. You usually get away with it a bunch of times. And I think the same thing applies with uh, plagiarism. And I think that's what we're, we're going to see here. Uh, 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242, 781. It all started with the fake Indian lying, now a senator. Yeah, and again, let's not forget that the fake Indian, when she started checking the box, the first place that she got a tenured position in the Ivy League was the University of Pennsylvania. Then she got an upgrade even further to Harvard University, and they announced that she was the first Native American to be a tenured member of the faculty at Harvard University. And, of course, she was, she was not, no such thing. She just started checking the box because she figured no one would ever check. And, and if she hadn't run for the Senate, nobody ever would have known. 844-500-4242. Eric, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Eric. Hi, Howie. How you doing? Good. Uh, I have a good story for you. I'm Harvard alum, 82, when it, so it actually kind of meant something back then. Um, I came out of the coal mines of Pennsylvania, literally. I, I had to work there before I started Harvard to save enough money to go. And I saved enough money for three years. So I worked my rear end off for three years, went to summer school one year, took seven courses one term. And uh, guess what I got 12 days before graduation? What? A bill for the fourth year. You know that's the thing about Harvard. You know, they, they, you know. I think even even some people at Harvard have said, "Why are we charging tuition when we have a fifty-one, uh, fifty-three trillion billion dollar endowment?" They don't have to charge tuition, Eric, do they? No, of course not. They have, you know, basically they're a hedge fund with the university attached to it now. <laughs> I've heard that description too. I think that's a pretty accurate description. And and you know what, Eric, from what I can see, it's not even that good of a hedge fund. They, you know, some years they're okay, but other years not so hot. Well, they they got hit hard, you know, in in two thousand eight, but before that they were they had tremendous management company. You know, they were gaining, you know, near twenty percent a year. That's how the that's how it grew to be so large. But since then, not so much. Yeah. Um, by the way, when I when I was there, and I'm sure it's worse now. The deeper I got in, the the more I became aware of just how unimpressive they were. And I would say about 80% of the kids that I ran into. But the 20% that were good were really smart kids. I mean, they were cream of the crop. You, but you know, eighty percent, and I, now now it's probably ninety-five-five. I, I, I lived bet. I lived on Prescott Street, and then I then I bought a place on Mass Ave, uh, diagonally across from Pennypacker, and. And I, I feel exactly as you did, that the, the more I saw of them, the, the less impressed I was. And I think as a, as a general rule, the closer you are to Harvard, you know, whether geographically or just spending, spending time with students, the less respect you have. The further out you are and the, the less you know, or it's just sort of in the, you know, the state-run media that you get your information, the more impressed you are with Harvard. But they're they're not a uh, you know no no man is a uh, hero to his valet. Uh, it's an old saying in uh, in, the, in British uh, British life. And the same thing with Harvard. I mean, no uh, no Harvard student is a hero to the to the people who have to uh, you know watch them throwing up in Harvard Square or uh, you know stoned out of their minds in the yard on the uh, steps of the library. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. 
Thanks for the call, Eric. We'll take some more calls on this when we come back at 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. During the break, I was looking up uh, the new interim president of the University of Pennsylvania, a male, a white male. And he went to the same college that I did. The only thing is, he, I have one degree from the University of North Carolina. He has three degrees from the University of North Carolina. I guess we were there somewhat simultaneously, but oddly enough, we moved in different circles. I did not ever hear of the guy until today. Uh, you probably never heard of me either. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. John from New York to discuss the markets. What's going on, John? Howie, a big day. We had the uh, CPI come out, and uh, it was uh, restrained, but it was mostly uh, due to oil prices declining. And uh, you know how the government always likes to tout, out, tout the uh, X-Food and Energy when it works in their favor. Well, right. X-Food and Energy, uh, X-Food and Energy, uh, year, uh, year over year, inflation's still running at a 4% rate. And even when you include this, the monthly rate, when you strip food and energy out, uh, inflation was up to 3.6%. Uh, so, so even with massive declines in oil prices last month, which are still declining this month, we've had a, you know, still inflation, the, the, the sort of core rates running around 4% and yeah, you know, you but, can just but the, the you know, it, you know, state-run media was saying today inflation is down, like it, like <laughs> prices were actually plummeting, but they're not. You're right. I mean, it's just down to four percent. It's still uh, it, when Trump left office, it was one point four percent. Now it's four percent, and we're supposed to be singing "Happy Days" or here again. Yeah, and and the other thing is too the the items that people actually buy. Of course, energy. I'm not you know, dismissing that as we talked about, it's really plunged in price. But I'll just give you a thing about, you know, I've been big on the illegal immigration, uh, Jack and rent prices up. And this is a prime example. Owner's equivalent rent, which is like 30, 26% of the index was up 6% annualized this month. And it was up 6.7% year over year. Uh, you know, auto motor vehicle insurance was up 1% annualized this month, 12% annualized this month. 19.2% year over year for, yeah. for motor vehicle insurance. So this is why the population is really unhappy because uh, even though the rate of inflation is coming down, you still have had basically a, a 24, 25% run rate since Biden's been elected and wages aren't going up. They're starting to improve now because oil prices are down and so real wages might go up for a month or two. But I don't think this oil decline will really hold. Uh, you know, you might get out a few more dollars, but uh, I don't think you'll you oil yeah. 68. Today, you know, I, so I, I, I must tell you, John, today uh, I drove by. I was taking uh, Roscoe to the doggy daycare place in West Palm, and there's a marathon oil, and they got a huge sign out front. Today it was two ninety nine. First time I've seen it under $3. I can't remember the last time. Roscoe wasn't even born the last time it was under 3 bucks a, a gallon. But I, you know, well, I don't. I don't think mo- you're going to need the money for the veterinarian services for Ross. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I <laughs> mean, you, you say, "Oh, this is interesting," but everything else, it's still going up. I mean, it's not. Uh, you know, it's not happy. Again, it's not happy days are here again. No, and I, I think actually too. I, I, you know, you know, I don't tell people what to do with their investments, but 
we're, we're approaching bubble territory now in these technology stocks. The index is up like 50% year to date, and it, it, it reminds me in some ways of 1999. There's this euphoria year-end to buy assets. So I would tell you if you have investments, particularly if you're close to retirement, uh, whether you do it yourself or whether you uh, have an advisor, it's, it's now time to check in. A lot of people, as you know, panic at the bottom. They go, I got to get out when stuff's down 20 or 30%. You have something that's up 50% this year. You should be reducing your exposure. Buy yourself some five-year treasuries or five-year corporate bonds where you can get six percent. And just this is this is a time when you you're a bond guy, John. You keep the pushing bond. these bonds relentlessly. Well, I I just hate to see what what happens is if you're younger, right? It doesn't really matter if you're thirty years old. Stick stick with you know equities, particularly equities that pay dividends. But, you know, if you're 65, 70 years old, I've seen plunges of 58, 60% um, the last two times we had bear markets. And today, like one company like Oracle today, they, they it's a pretty good company. But their business slowed down. The stock dropped 15% in one day. So I hate to see people uh, get tattooed, like, uh, at the top of the market. A lot of people, what they do is they pile in. So yeah. all I'm saying is if, if you're older, uh, and older in the retirement business is 60, 65, 70. Trim some of your assets. You don't have to be a pig about it, which a lot of people do. They just pile in, and then stuff goes down 20, 30%. Um, and, and, and the five-year treasuries, you get four and a half, and five-year corporate bonds, you can get close to 6%. So it's just a lot less volatility. Um, if you're younger... Why though, is the Wall Street Journal saying that uh, it's, it's it's a terrible time to buy a home and that, you know, it's it's better to rent a home than it is? I mean, I sort of see the same thing going on with uh, the, the illegal aliens affecting the housing market that, you know, like in Massachusetts, people are piling in to invest in, uh, in, in homes, especially in in the in sort of the upper upper scale areas where they're not going to put the illegal aliens, they're just dumping thousands and thousands of illegal aliens into the working class towns, wrecking the schools, wrecking the hotels, uh, decimating the uh, retail districts. People are trying to flee to uh, to areas that aren't going to be affected by this uh, Democrat destabilization. I would think this is a good time to be buying a house in an upscale neighborhood, isn't it? Uh, I think it's good. Well. Two, two areas, I think, upscale neighborhoods and low-cost housing in neighborhoods that might not be as great, because if you look at rents versus um, owning a place, rents, the problem is uh, if rents go up 6% and you rent for four or five years, all of a sudden your rents are up 30%. So I think what the Wall Street Journal is doing is they're looking at what's the mortgage payment versus what, the, what is the rent currently on a spot basis. But rents go up every year, and with the illegal aliens, they've been going up six, seven, eight. In the in the better areas, they're going up ten percent. Right. So I don't know what the Wall Street Journal is looking at, but the problem with renting is, uh, you know, my own mother asked me about selling her house and renting an apartment recently, and I said, well, the problem is the rents could go up on you, and and you don't have any control over that, and you mm-hmm. know. The uh, that the prime example of the illegal aliens is look at what they did to the hotels, um, where you used to be able to rent, rent a cheap hotel room and now they're gone. Right, right. It's it's if you can afford the Ritz, you can still get a nice room. But if you were if you were <laughs> used to you used to go into the Comfort Inn or the Motel Six, there aren't any more of them in in, in huge areas of the country wherever they uh, offer a lot of welfare that are you know that's where the illegal aliens are going wherever they can get the most freebies and most welfare. 
Yeah, so, so if you do the math, we've got 8 million illegals, and if you just say 8 to a house, real simple, that means you need a million new houses just to house the illegals. There's about 400,000 houses that are destroyed by floods and tornadoes every year. So you need a million and a half units just for the illegals and the replacement of the damaged yeah. properties. That doesn't include any of our own population growth. So I disagree with the Wall Street Journal. I think actually that's another area. Um, if you want to, say, diversify a little bit from stocks, rental real estate um, is a great asset because real estate appreciates about 4% a year and rents are going up about 6% a year. So that's another great area. Um, yeah, I'm not really bearish on stocks. I just think I hate to see people that are older and getting ready to retire just walk in and all of a sudden they're down 50%. So yeah. if you have some of those assets, I would trim them. So did you want to say something about Harvard? Uh, yeah, the, the thing I was going to say about Harvard, I agree with Eric, by the way. Uh, I'm a University of Pittsburgh graduate, as you know, Howie Public School, basically. By the way, let me give a shout-out to our uh, women's volleyball team that's playing in Tampa this week in the Final Four. Good luck, Panthers. Um, the Harvard endowment, these endowments in a bad year get 7%, and Harvard had a lot of investment guys that really did well, and they did so well they were making a fortune. They decided to get rid of a lot of them and de-risk the program. But these endowments, if you look on a typical year, can get seven to ten percent. So if you got fifty-three billion, you got this year. Obviously, it's been a good, really good year for equities. But but if if they just did ten percent this year, if they had stocks and bonds, that's five billion dollars. Right. So a year. so Ackman Ackman says they've lost a billion dollars in donations. So what? Right. Right. These guys don't care. They're, they're, they, they, he described it right. They're a hedge fund right now. They have so much money, and I wish what these guys like Ackman would do and Ken Griffiths at Citadel, instead of giving Harvard another billion dollars to basically buy stocks and bonds, give it to UNC, give it to University of Pittsburgh. Thank let you. Them, Thank you. Let them, <laughs> let, let, them give a free, let them give some students there a free ride that can't get into Harvard. The other thing is about Harvard that really ticks me off. I just have one thing. It's basically, mostly the school is all rich kids, and right. it's really not poor kids. They, they hang this token out, like they let, they let uh, poor people in, and they really don't, if you look at the stats. Right. And I think all these, uh, you know, all these students, the, these Palestinians that came from the foreign countries and are now worried about having to be uh, are worried about being deported, which I don't think is a real worry anyway. I mean, a lot of them are they uh, their parent, their parents bought their way in for young Muhammad or young Fatima, just like uh, just like just like the uh, the American parents buy their way, their kids into Harvard or Yale or well, any Stanford. You forgot the Chinese, too, Howie. The Chinese. <laughs> They're also right. flooding the system with money. They're flooding the system with money. So, I, you know, if you're Ackman, if you're listening to this thing, give some money to Pitt. Give some money to UNC. Let some kid that's right. gone to nursing school down there give them a shot rather than saddle them with that when they hey, graduate. You know, UNC has, to a degree, stood up to the wokeness. I mean, not not to, I mean, it's not perfect or anything, right. but they've certainly done a better. They've shown a lot more spine than uh, than than Penn or Harvard or any of these Ivy League schools. You know, they stopped that yeah. woman that did the 1619 project from uh, from getting a, a tenured professorship, or they you know they made it unpleasant enough for her not to take it. Which is uh, you know, I'll, I'm not that I'm giving them any money, John. You understand that, but. Uh, <laughs> But I, I'm glad they they did something, John. Thank you, thank you, thanks for calling, and uh, we appreciate it. If we don't talk to you before Christmas, have a uh, have a happy Christmas. Thanks, Howie.
Eric, you're next with Howie Carr. Another Eric, third Eric in in this hour. Go ahead, Eric. Hey, Howie. I want to quote the famous uh, Harvard graduate Tom Lear, who years and years and years ago wrote a song, and part of it was plagiarize, 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 but always be sure to call it research. (laughs) (laughs) Remember Tom Lear? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I yeah. He 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 committed suicide, right? I don't. I, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. But this was. I think you know, you know the another thing too is you know they say uh, you know if you steal something and you get caught, just to, to say I it was a homage, as they say in French, in French, right? You, it was a it was a yeah, tribute yeah. to them by taking their idea and and putting it in a in a in a new form, a new medium. Well, so you good. Know, and, and along the same line, yeah, you know, like Al Gore and all those other guys have done it. I mean, you're, you're with good company, right? <laughs> yeah. No, they there's there's so many people have uh, have have given homages. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Thanks for the call, Eric. Tom Lear is still alive. 95, he is. 95 years old. Born wow, in April who, of who 1928. am I thinking of that killed themselves? One of those folk singer type guys. Can't someone will, someone will remind me. As the left ramps up their efforts to abort babies, it's time to ramp up our efforts to save babies. Why not include saving a baby's life on your Christmas list? And because of our partnership with Preborn, an organization that has rescued over 270,000 babies, you can do just that. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies, 200 babies, as they compete head-to-head with the abortion mills. You see, they offer an abortion-minded woman a free ultrasound. Once she meets her baby for the first time and hears that heartbeat, her baby's chance at life is doubled. For just $28, you can save a life. And now, through a match, your tax-deductible gift is doubled as well. And because Preborn supports both mothers and babies with diapers, car seats, counseling, and more for up to two years, you are offering double blessings. Now is the time to put your year-end write-offs to work. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby or go to preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Car Show will be right back. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Car, is back. Bill Oaks was the guy I was thinking of who killed himself. The, the uh, protest satirical writer he he uh singer he he uh, killed himself in 1976 at the age of 35 844 uh bruno you're next with howie Carr. go ahead bruno hey howie happy new year i mean uh, merry christmas and happy new year hey i just wanted to uh quote the words of a very 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 smart man will hunting who once said that you could get the same education for a dollar fifty in late fees um, at the public library. <laughs> the 
that these people are spending one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I, I know, but you you know, but you can't get that sheepskin. I mean, I mean, you know, as as worthless as we now all know they are, they they still they still open doors for you, don't they, Bruno? Uh, I, mean, I mean, they do. With any school that you go to, Holly, all you're really doing is buying your way into a club. Because right. anyone who really wants to graduate is going to graduate from any school, okay? The yeah. question is, is are you going to, which club are you going to buy your way into? That's all you're really doing. doesn't matter if it's Harvard or if it's American International in Springfield, Mass. You're just buying into a club. So Yeah, I, I mean, personally, I, I learned a lot more working for the Daily Tar Heel, the, the daily newspaper at UNC than I ever learned in any classroom. You know, I learned how to lay out pages. I learned how to report, be a reporter. And that's, you got to, I, I think you got to really use it as a trade. You got to use college as a trade school too. That doesn't mean you you don't, you, you don't want to learn the finer things in life, you know, uh, study good literature or art or whatever. But you have, you have your whole life to do that. I mean, pick up a trade, something you can uh, you can use to to make a living. At least if you don't have big money, that's that's the way I look at it. Uh, Robert, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Robert. Hey, how how you doing, Howie? Good. Hey, um, I listen to you every day, and um, my niece is going into cosmetology school because. Yeah. My family, like our family, she can't afford to go to like a full college scholarship, right? You know, and you know, and the one thing that she's gonna that I like, I talked to her the other day. Um, I'm like, you're gonna be washing all these rich people, Democrats, <laughs> you know, faces, <laughs> and you're gonna be like, I go, this is what you're gonna do. And you're going to be upset. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm but, like, but what do you? I mean, I, you, you, uh, Robert, you shouldn't say that to her. I mean, as long as you work, any well, any it, kind of work you do is honest. is honorable, isn't it? I mean, yeah, but if people appreciate it, she's going into Boston. That's the problem. And I'm like, you need to understand what these people are like. But you know. If if you're working in a in a beautiful people area like Boston, for instance, or New York, or any of the any college town, you're gonna you're gonna run into these people, whatever your your trade or your profession is, aren't you? Oh, to be, yeah, I, I I know I do I do construction, I do HVAC, I've been doing it my whole life, and you know I've never I've never been laid off in my life because yeah. everybody needs me. But right. I work in I work in these multi million dollar mansions, and these people don't even want to even say hi to me. That's I, the I problem I have with like these people. You know, have some I know, but you, you know, Robert. Here's the thing: Do you really want to say hi to them? To be honest, I mean, it would be nice, <laughs> you know, but. <laughs> Maybe I'm older than you. I don't want to say if if someone doesn't want to say hi to me, I don't want to say hi to them either. You know, they they think they're they think they're better than me. Okay, okay, you could think you're better than me. Don't give your niece any crap though about being a cosmo going to a cosmetology school. My my opinion. We'll be right back. I'm Howie Carr. 